On your next inhale, loop the shoulders, drop the belly. Tailbone tilts up towards the sky as I look forward. Little cat cow here, long neck. Yo, Nat. Take your time. What are you doing? Rush. Hey. Uh, I'm just, uh, you know, just trying to do a bit of yoga, limber up. Get blood flowing to the brain. It's good for you. I can see that. The show's about to start. So, can we wrap this up? What position was that? Uh, downward doggy style or something like that. I don't think it's called that. Oh. Yo, welcome back to Housewarming, a podcast about share houses, dodgy landlords, and even dodgier housemates. I'm Nat Demina. I'm Marty Smiley. And uh, if you're listening to this for the first time, keep listening. But also, maybe go back to some of the first episodes and check them out. Get a bit of freaking background on what the hell we're doing this whole thing for. Got some storylines yeah. you need to be keeping up with. <laughs> There's a narrative. Yeah, yeah. We're a safe space for share house horror stories. We've been hearing some absolute blinders lately. Oh, absolutely. And We've been having some of our own. Oh, okay. So, Marty, oh. we have an issue with our neighbour. Are you look, pissing off our neighbour already? Look, we're, we're at war. What? We're at war here. Ah, oh, dude, we're, this is like the fourth episode and we're already in war. Uh, we have already started a battle. <laughs> no, listen, this guy has had it out for me from the beginning, okay? The issue... Which neighbour? The one on the is, left or the this right? This is the one on the left. Okay. The one's on the right. Lovely people. Yeah, they're great. Maybe it's us. Maybe it's just me. I okay. don't know. Okay, but the issue first started with our bins. Mm. Okay, I don't know if you know this, but... But you never put them out. Okay, this... <laughs> Continue. What I don't need this, okay? <laughs> but our issue is... Our bins, I don't know if you know this, but mm. our bins are actually numbered to correspond with the house number. Mm-hmm. So our yep. bins have a number on the side, mm. right? So we have brought in the wrong bins by accident and left our ah. bins out the front of his house. Oh, easy mistake. It's a simple mistake to make, yeah. right? He's come knocking on our door. He's furious. He's brought the bins in and he's just parked them on our front doorstep. <laughs> when did this happen last week? This, this, was, oh. this was last week. This was last week, right? So he's brought in the bins. He's parked them in our front door and he's yelling at me. He's like, you should be bringing your bins in. I explained to him that a simple mistake has been You made. should be ashamed of yourself. Oh, I couldn't take it. He's like, we've brought in Did our neighbor's bins in by accident. I explained to him the situation. It's oh, a simple right. mistake to yeah, make, okay. right? He was not having it. He was oh, like, no. I don't care. Sort it out. Right. I eventually get him to leave. But he's left me with four bins. Now we're up two bins. <laughs> right? And I don't know what his thought process was. Did he expect me to carry on his outrage and take the other bins to our other neighbors and have the same conversation? He wanted you to redistribute the wheelie bin. That's, that's what he was getting at. But mm. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Okay. I took our bins yeah. and I took the bins we'd taken by mistake and I just left them out the front of his house again. Okay. You have started a war. That was unnecessary. I'm, I'm sorry, but he started it. Okay. All right. Oh, no, Nat. Marty, this isn't the only issue we've had. There's more. There's more. There's more. Like, what as, else have you done? As you know, I frequently... Like we to, need to have a good like relationship with our neighbours because like we want to throw parties here and you know I mean when the COVID capacity increases I've given up on that dream <laughs> long ago. All right, I, I owe nothing to these neighbours. Okay, what else has happened? As you know, I frequently like to climb out of my window 
and sunbathe on the roof. It gets really good sun there. I cover myself in coconut oil, whole body, <laughs> top to toe, and just lay out in the sun. Look, Generally, I'm, just... I'm aware of it. I, I stick clear of it. <laughs> I'm not like hanging out to see my oily best mate just slithering <laughs> off this tin roof. <laughs> But, you know, generally I just like to go out there and just try to catch a good vibe. That's okay. all I'm trying to do. Okay. Okay. So he has seen me do this. And I, the roof overlooks his backyard. I can't avoid that. That's just how the house was built. I can't do anything about it. He's seen me from his backyard and he started yelling at me again, saying, you should not be allowed to look into my backyard. It's an invasion of my privacy. Right. And it's illegal. And if you continue to do this, I will have to get the authorities involved. Oh, my. This would have never happened if you had it done. Oh. Okay. Wait. He wasn't upset that you would. Because you wear very short shorts. Like, it's a it's a. Oh, I'm scene. covered in coconut oil. I don't want to get coconut oil on my clothes. <laughs> so he wasn't upset with that. It was just more that you can look from your vantage point. You can look into his backyard. What, what was he, he doing? Just a bunch of. Welding and hammering. Like, he doesn't have much going on. What do you mean a bunch? <laughs> that's, that's all he's doing. I, I've seen it. Like, I see it all the time from the I bet you do, and he doesn't like it. Yeah, because well, cause it, it means that we find out that he doesn't have much better things to do with his time. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, as opposed to me, who covers himself in coconut oil and <laughs> <laughs> lays out in the sun. <laughs> You literally don't have anything better to do. <laughs> um, what did you do? Well, he's threatened to get the authorities involved and he's claiming it's illegal. So I, of course, looked into it. It Okay. Looked into the law. So we can find out if it is. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem illegal. Well, this is what the law states and I quote. Okay. If you can look over the fence into the neighbor's yard, there is no privacy law to stop you from doing so. It is up to the neighbor to put up a screen, plant, a hedge, or put in some physical barrier to stop you and your snooping eyes. <gasps> this is a court of law document Whoa. that uses the word snooping. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he thought I didn't know what I was talking about. He thought I would he just be some schmuck. This job seeking little rat bag. He'll never look up this law. I'm hoping that this goes to court. What? <laughs> Because I know, like, based on what I have seen and my research, this guy wouldn't have a leg to stand on if he was a table. All right. Well, I guess you'll see him in court. I guess so. I better be lawyered up because <laughs> I'm. This could I have been resolved ready. much easier. I will be representing myself. <laughs> um, let's get to our guest for today. I'm super excited to introduce her to y'all. Um, our guest for today is comedian and content creator. Lucinda Price, a.k.a. Frooms. Froomey. Great. Yes. I have known Frooms for years. Uh, she has two loves in this world now. Mm -hmm. Shane Warne, Serena Tuna. Those are the two things I often see on her Instagram. <laughs> Didn't she what? put up a like a billboard advertising for a date with Shane Warne? She did. Basically like, hey, Shane, come get it. I'm available. <laughs> um, she did do that. Uh-huh. And she also has no qualms about discussing her bathroom habits. You've probably on seen that on her Instagram as well. She introduced me to the Poostal. Okay. <laughs> if you've seen Frooms on social media, you'll know that she is unapologetically herself. And as I've come to know, that extends to her home life as well. Right. 
So this year she's embarked on a new journey. She is the CEO of her own company, Froom's World. Yeah, girl boss. That's right. And she's currently running the business from her share house, which is super interesting. So on today's episode, we want to find out if her bathroom habits have any impact on her housemates and whether working from home is really working out. Oh, that's her now. I'll get the door. Hey, how are How are you? I'm good. Yeah, how are you doing? Good. It's like in. when you walk out of your house when you've just done something fucked on the news and there's all the reporters. <laughs> <laughs> Actually brought you guys a very nice gift. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Okay. okay. Something sexy. for like a... Ooh, oh, sexy. Is it a light? No. Nah. Okay. Mm, no, it's, it's got to fit in the bag. It's low budget. Okay. 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 <laughs> oh, my Lord. It is a hunks calendar for 2021. There's a um, very oh my lord oily man, I guess. Looks on like the front, one of, who is pretty fit. He's looks like one of the bra boys. Yeah. yeah, he does look like one. Of, <laughs> is that an eight pack? You got to chill. Yeah. He does look a bit like a porn star. Was <laughs> it big um, print? Pension day, school holidays, public holiday, sixteen month calendar. That's a rare find. Oh, a sixteen? How does that even work? And then oh my god. Oh yes, that's my Mister September. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on in. Frooms, welcome. Um, you grew up in Melbourne and moved to Sydney. I and did. You moved your whole life over. How the fuck did you get all your stuff here? Marty. From the child. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take all the credit. <laughs> so I, I moved in April 2018 mm-hmm. and I'd been living at home. I'd never lived in a share house before. So it was a very big move. Okay. And I obviously flew up, but my dad and my mum drove all of my stuff up in one of my dad's <laughs> old vans. Her dad works as a, a, not just a car salesman, but a car salesman of a certain kind, mm. like bombs and like second-hand cars. I believe the term is used car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> so he drove it up in a truck. He drove it up in a truck. And obviously, so my dad is old yeah, and he has like gout in his toes and stuff. <laughs> It's not, it's not a laughing matter, but it is. No, it's, it's funny. It's funny that you requested a man with gout to move your things. Well, this is the thing. I only had him as an option. So this is where Marty came in. When I first moved, you were one of my first friends and you helped mum and dad move all of my stuff into my house. Wow. I've made that same move from Melbourne to Sydney, but I just did it in four suitcases. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> That's grim. She's doing the mass in her head of all of the things in her room. Oh, don't worry. I've managed to fit almost everything. That's crazy now. But yeah, we obviously live very different lives. I had a bed, a cupboard, mirrors, plants, everything. Which was hilarious on the day. I remember very clearly was because Lucinda was basically, her job just became opening the door for (laughs) me and her dad (laughs) to cart this stuff up. Three flights of four flights flights of stairs, and she was just sort of at each end, just being like, "Hello." And then I was like setting up IKEA equipment with a hammer and stuff, and let, like her dad's like, "Oh, I think it's like this," and oh, maybe and it wasn't. like that. And oh, then wow. Lucinda was just sitting on the couch, like having sipping a tea. Like, there's a photo of you like hammering the IKEA thing, and I'm just in the background dancing. <laughs> Did you think you bonded? Do you like my dad? A hundred percent. Your dad's a freaking legend. He's one of the few dads in the world that really makes me laugh. 
Thanks. I've only seen your dad on your Instagram and I feel like I would love your dad. Yeah. He's good. He's good value. But no, I think you did bond. And then you took us to a Lebanese restaurant. Mm. And that really blew his mind. He had uh, like tartare. What's the name? Oh, yeah. Um, Kibbenea, which is the oh, raw meat. Yep. Bonded over raw meat, <laughs> as men do. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. And he was naming every Lebanese person he knew. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> there was a bit like, you know, he's your dad. So he is protective over you. And he wants to set you up. This is a big move that you made. And so I was very conscious of also being like, I don't want to look like a loser, you know, kind of who doesn't actually know how to help you out. And like, I was kind of thinking like, oh, I can't get this IKEA set wrong. Fully. Because Lucinda's <laughs> dad's watching and I want to look real freaking handy. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were about to say, <laughs> I don't want him to think you want to fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> that too. i got to do this IKEA set good, but I don't want to do it too good. <laughs> yeah, and send any mixed signals. Oh, no. He would have like, let, he would have like given your hand to me by the end of the night. He was loving wow. it. Wow. So was it was just it? happening over dinner. It was just froth and Marty. Yeah, like dad never remembers my friend's names except one girl from high school <laughs> and Marty Smiley. He loves Marty so much. This version of Marty just does not seem like a real person to me. <laughs> I've had to move with Marty before and he's not been helpful in the slightest. <laughs> we had to move a, a chest of drawers that he had, Ikea chest of drawers, which are not that big. And Marty refused to take any of the things out. He's like, I'll just tape it tape it around and and he was like it'd be fine it was so (laughs) heavy it's heavy empty but he still he had all these hard drives marty i think holds the record for the person who owns the most hard drives well i think moving can make a break of friendship basically and that chest of drawers almost did break our friendship like there was a moment where he was in real pain and i could see it but it was like we only had a little bit to go and I think one of the tape was like coming off and you could hear the coins just like rummaging around in this thing as it was going, <laughs> all my possessions in this, this draw set. And then it like came around the corner and like scraped a wall. And we were like, oh! I had so to many, take it down two flights of stairs so and up a new flight of stairs at the new house. And it's still here and it stares at me. It's in this room right now. I oh. see it. And it was just like a constant thing from Nat where he was like, whoa! It's funny because I see Nat you seem like a very patient person that would be like, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do yes. it, and mm-hmm. then you fucking snap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, have, I have a lot of tolerance, but when I snap, I fucking go. <laughs> also, sorry, I honestly did not think this is your bedroom because there is crap everywhere. <laughs> There's a couch. I didn't even know there was a bed until I looked past you. Yeah, you know, it's just... I saw I saw a meme that sums up my situation right now, which was that someone... It's like when you do a Zoom call these days. And you set up the corner of your room with like a nice bookcase and everything <laughs> looks perfect. But the other picture in the meme is just that the rest of the room is in complete disarray. <laughs> that is my life. <laughs> There's a lamp behind your head and the shade isn't even on. <laughs> Everything's There's falling apart. piles of things. I know. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Um, which brings me to, um, I mean, as we were th- setting things up, it was easy to see that you are, hmm. <laughs> quite particular about your things. I am very particular. Um, Yeah, is that accurate? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) I believe the term is 
anal. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, I'm very anal about things mm-hmm. being a certain way, being tidy. I'm someone who can't relax unless everything is tidy. Yep, I'm the same. Are you the yep. same? So yep, this room definitely. is I'm triggered. Stressing like, you out. I can't I can't cook a meal unless the kitchen is clean and organized and there's nothing in the dish racks. Everything's put away. Yes. And I just like otherwise I don't eat. We've recently ventured into the working from home life. Um you have appointed yourself as a CEO of your own company. How have your roommates been dealing with the fact that you're a boss in the house now? You're running your own business. Well, as a bosses want to do, I don't listen to any <laughs> criticism and anyone below me doesn't really matter. Okay. And I, yeah, she's not a CEO. She works for the man. Okay. She actually is employed. She wasn't made redundant due to the COVID outbreak. How's it been a conducting business at, at home while, you know, you're in a share house, you have a roommate. <laughs> a lot of interrupted Zoom calls, I've assumed. Legit. So the other night I had to do a podcast recording mm. and she, it was her final day at her old job. So she was, she got home really drunk and all she wanted to do was watch Netflix and chill by herself. <laughs> and I said to her, I'm so sorry, but you have to leave. <laughs> She was pissed. She had to go and sit on the like front step of our apartment and just like drink some wine. Oh my god! I had to do it. Like you've I, gone mad with power. Yeah, yeah you, I've got, it's only been like six months. <laughs> no, it can be hard, not so much for her, but for me mentally, because I'm always. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough out here. Yeah. yeah, she's a good sort though. She's one. She's sort of like if I had to relate our relationship to Marty and Nat, mm-hmm. I would say I'm definitely the Marty mm. and she's definitely the Nat. Like okay. she will put up with a lot. Got it. And <laughs> it is okay. my and house give her or the a lot highway. To put up with. <laughs> I honestly do. Well, Marty's been working from home, mm. largely due to COVID. Mm. And there's a few other, <laughs> you know, look, I've got this set up with a standing desk, as you can see. I mean, I don't know how it is for your housemate. But Marty gets on my nerves when he conducts business because Marty's far from a CEO, but it doesn't stop him from having the attitude of one. (laughs) He'll just walk. I'll I'll be in the kitchen cooking. I'll have my music on. He'll just walk in with this like wide headphones on acting like it's Bluetooth and turn my music down and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah." No, what are the quarterlies like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? Like he'll take phone calls in the bathroom, which is next to my room. And I'll be like... And if you like for 45 minutes, you just be on the phone and just be talking. Who are you talking to, Marty? Yeah, I'm cutting deals. There's, there's trades going on. There's, there's deals to be done. There's contracts to be negotiated. You know, there's content to be made. And so that can't stop just because your body wants it to. You know, that you've got to, I'll take a call. But when I flush, I'll click it on mute. Yes, this is important. I'll let them talk for a bit. Sometimes I go, oh, tell me more about that. And then I'll, I'll go mute. Flush, wash my hands, leave until I know that they won't hear even the tail of the sound of a flushing, and then I'll pick up the phone. Oh, tell yeah, that totally. I agree. I'm, we need to do something about that. <laughs> Let's circle back. You don't conduct business in the toilet. You know I do. <laughs> yes, it was a business of pleasure. <laughs> real, yeah, absolutely, I do. I've got like a stool that I use to go to the toilet to do number twos. Mm-hmm. If you're not on the stool lifestyle, I highly recommend. I've been trying to get Marty on the stool lifestyle. So it's stools for stools. It is stools for stools. You have not. Have you ever used a stool to poo? Mm-hmm. I I can't say I have. Yep. You say that as if it's like 
gross. Well, it's, it's scientifically proven if your knees are higher above you, like if your knees at your shoulder length, it makes the poo easier to like to come out of your body. So you're not forcing anything. You can harm yourself. Like you can harm your kidneys by forcing out a shit. Is this true? So, <laughs> this is this is all true things that he is saying. Why why, why the poo stall? Multiple reasons, <laughs> as Nat has just described. If you weren't listening, are they your reasons? <laughs> Do you not you like your kidneys? To be- <laughs> No, I I'm I have issues going to the toilet. My okay. IBS isn't diagnosed, but it's yeah. definitely there. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Google has been very informative. <laughs> yeah. I think I have undiagnosed IBS too. You do? Yeah. Go on. Are you, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I know your diet and I know you don't have IBS. Okay. It's what's just a like, diet thing. Okay. What's what do you what do you eat? What's your diet? I think my diet's good. It's a healthy diet. It's meat. Just fucking meat. Meat and hummus. Meat and hummus. A lot of hummus. That's why. Mm. Uh, I, I can't stop the hummus. So I'm just I'm, I'm happy with IBS. Give it to me. Clogging you up like glue. <laughs> no, yeah, I use the stool, obviously, for the pooing, but it's also good if you want to play on your laptop. Like yesterday my phone had run out of batteries, but I'm really in this zone mm. right now where I can't stop looking at a screen. I feel a bit like hypo. Yeah. So I have to be plugged in. So I was on my computer. On the toilet, which is a vibe. Uh, you haven't been caught out in a Zoom or anything where you've flipped you've yes. no, <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes I'll flush. I really don't have any shame. And I, I hadn't thought about the mute oh thing <laughs> all oh the time. <sighs> and so I, everyone's in on this Zoom and they're like, Lucinda, yeah, we're just checking out this treatment for your new potential stand show. Um, <laughs> sorry, Lucinda, are you in the, are you in the bathroom? <laughs> I'm sorry, have we disturbed you? <laughs> See, but I've played it geniusly because I'm honest about it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, yeah. it's a power move because everyone does it. Yeah. But normally, is it normally we you don't do see them want. do it. <laughs> Bear. <laughs> I feel like, like the bathroom is like the one space in a share house where like you have to follow etiquette. What's your etiquette around a toilet? Are you very hard and fast private or do you have any um, quirks? I keep things tidy, clean, in the bathroom always. My only quirk with using the bathroom is that I do this without even thinking about it. I just go into pee and without even starting, I will flush it and try to race the water. <laughs> wow. Really? <laughs> and I'll only realise halfway through, I'm like, why did I do that? Like now I've got to wait for the water to refill up before I flush again. <laughs> That's so crazy. That's kind of fun. Yeah, it is like a, it's like a competitive aspect. <laughs> As you've heard, I can be quite loose with my bathroom rules. Sometimes the door's locked. Sometimes it's not. I might have to text Nat sometimes to get a, a toilet roll because I haven't checked. Um, and also I might be in a meeting and I'm, it becomes my office for a bit, you know. It, can be, it has multiple spaces. It's not just a place to relieve yourself, you know. It's yeah, really but other not. people need to use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fuck with that. Interesting acoustics. I think it's very obvious when someone's in a bathroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are your bathroom rules? Door open. What? what? <laughs> Wait, for what? I don't know. Just like. As in for, for number one, number two? All of it. <laughs> Just- All of it. Well, I don't know. I think if I, maybe if I live with a man, it would be different, but also not. So I've started, I have a boyfriend now. Marty would be very excited to hear that. Woo! Get it, girl. It has mm-hmm. <laughs> After five years. Congrats. Thanks so much. <laughs> I feel a weight lifted. <laughs> no, uh, so obviously I'm staying at his house a lot and mm-hmm. there's a, it's a house made of six housemates. Okay. 
I'm wow. friends with most of them. Yeah. But still, it's not my house to be mm. leaving a door open. But yeah, <laughs> I've been peeing with the door open. I honestly think it's like it's not sexual, but I have a weird okay. urge to be like doing things with doors open or right. like in public spaces. And Got is it. it like, have you ever been caught like in the bathroom or in any public space? Yeah, someone walked past and go, oh, that's odd that you've just completely left the door yeah. open. <laughs> well, I have actually started going to public toilets and not locking it. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. I don't know. It's actually the more that I think about it, it is really weird. <laughs> but I want to tell you, this could definitely come back to bite me, but this is to then like if I get caught in the future, uh-huh. it wasn't just a one-off. Which actually, I don't think it's helpful. It's too <laughs> okay, late now. I've incriminated myself. So I would just like to say this is potentially a housewarming exclusive. <laughs> Another <laughs> bow, bow, bow. <laughs> it fully is. Yeah, so yeah. the other day, I had a friend over and we were drinking Aperol spritz. Mm-hmm. We're in the backyard. It's a three apartment backyard, but it's really big, open space, lots of apartments looking in. I'd gotten a bit tipsy at this point. It was roughly 4 p.m. and I'd been drinking all day. Okay. Nat, <laughs> it's gotten so quiet. Obviously, I, I kept having to go upstairs to get more drinks, etc. And it got to the point in the afternoon where I was like, I'm not going upstairs again. I shat <laughs> in the backyard. <laughs> and you know what? It was like... It was like a religious experience. Because as I... As I mentioned previously, I have issues going to the toilet. Like it's never a clean, snap, satisfying situation. But this this was like the greatest pool of all time. It slipped out, didn't even have to wipe. And like me and my friend, it was like a bonding moment. Okay. Wait, so, what? Whoa, so where's the friend? They watched? Yeah, she was there. Holding your hand? And it was just one other person. It was no, one other person. One other person, okay. She was just like, you know what? I said, you know, Pauline, is it weird if I do a pool in the backyard? And she said, you know what? It isn't. Go for it. I, That's look, enabling. I, look, I, I, <laughs> I don't even want to dwell on the drawing. I want to know the aftermath. How did yeah. you clean this up? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> what next? Yeah. Well, so it's like a there's like a border. So it's all grass in my backyard. Yeah. And then there's like a border of like brown stuff where there should be plants. Oh, yeah, there's brown stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's okay. the stuff. Was it brown before? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, like, I was like, well, I probably should clean this up. Like, taking a poo in the backyard is one thing, but leaving it there when there is no dogs allowed <laughs> is potentially... <laughs> You're the poo jogger. <laughs> You're actually the poo dweller, though. You're not even going anywhere. It's your own house. We've got a copycat on our hands. Yeah. Daily Mail is going to write an article about this. All right, Daily Mail, if you are listening into this, if there was a headline, um, I would go with... Pooms. No, no, just, just Lucinda. L-O-O. Lucinda. Yeah. Frooms reveals herself to be also a poo jogger. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, how did I clean it up? Obviously, I couldn't be fuck going upstairs at this point, so I didn't go and get toilet paper, and that would have got, potentially got messy. But we were drinking out of those red cups. Okay. Scoop that up. Oh, wow. Scoop oh, it up, put it in the bins. Oh, my God. Truly. Then we went to Frida's for the last ever night of Frida's. <laughs> it, it, yeah. it was lit. It was a night worth celebrating. <laughs> it was an night worth celebrating. 
Those uh, red cups, normally synonymous with college culture, now synonymous with pooper scoopins. That's the truth. You're culturally significant. I just want you to know that. Thank you so People much. People will be shitting in those red cups from now on. Skipping the yard. And you're responsible. I'm glad. We actually put it out to our listeners this week. What is a weird bathroom habit that you have that you never want your housemates to ever find out? And be honest with you, not a lot of responses <laughs> because it's not something people would want to admit. No. But, but we did have one person who was willing to share and uh, Gabby, Gabby's on the line. So can you tell us what your, what your weird bathroom habit is? We're very interested to know. So my weird habit is that I um, keep a jar of Nutella in my bathroom, in my ensuite, because my housemate eats mine if I keep it in the kitchen. And, um, Smart. Really? I mean, it's clean though. Is it like on the toilet? Where is it located? No, it's under the sink, like behind some towels. Can you talk me through like how do you bring it from the bathroom to the kitchen when you want to eat it? No, I eat it in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) That's the whole point. Is there (laughs) biscuits? Do you bring them into the bathroom then? Are you putting it on something or is this a straight scoop with the spoon? I've I've, I've got a spoon. I'm not going (laughs) to, you know, eat bread in the bathroom. (laughs) Well, you're True. eating Nutella. <laughs> don't, don't judge me for saying. <laughs> how long have you been doing this? Like seven months since we moved in. And how many jars of Nutella have you gone through in this time? I know it's about like one a fortnight. Whoa. Proper. Wow. I still like buy some sometimes to pretend like so she doesn't get sus. I put some in the kitchen sometimes. Oh, smart. A, a decoy Nutella. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I respect that a some lot. Some real catch me if you can shit. <laughs> Um, well, so wait, are, no. you, are you ever caught like going back into the kitchen with like a dirty Nutella spoon <laughs> or what What are you doing? How are you cleaning your stuff up? I um, actually have like a whole mini kitchen sink set up there. I've got a little... <laughs> like a sponge? Like sponge and detergent. You could just use your toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's gross. True. <laughs> That's gross. I tend to do it when she's not home or in the middle of the night. Well, 2 a.m. Well, one, one would wonder if you're doing it then, why not just go out <laughs> into the communal spaces? I mean, I'm just spitballing here, but if she's not home and or she's asleep, the lounge room, kitchen, it's all free. <laughs> Look, it's scary. I'm scared that she's going to eat the Nutella. You know what, Gabby? I absolutely respect we, it. We applaud you. We applaud you, We Gabby. know what you want. <laughs> Thank you. Scott. You should try it. <laughs> uh, I, I yeah. don't think I will, but thank you for the suggestion. And <laughs> I'll be sure to pass it on to anybody else who I think might. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Gabby. No worries. I'm terrified by that person. <laughs> That's insane. I don't know. You poo with the door open and you've shat in the yard, mate. So the audacity of you, like I don't something eat. about the pot and a kettle and being called black or something. I think that applies here. I don't know. All this poo talk has me feeling very creative. Mm. So I thought I would make a special poem for you boys. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, to celebrate. This is like my housewarming gift, apart from the calendar. Oh, this which is double. already good enough. Two gifts. We yeah. love it. What have you got for us? It's my pleasure. Um, so it's a haiku poem. Okay. All right. If you're not familiar with a haiku, yep. you are an uncultured swine, but it is a three-line <laughs> like, poem. Yep. It's five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. That's how it works. Perfect. So it makes anything sound good. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Maybe and then it's a haiku to poo or poo. 
this okay, Marty wants me to so, call this a puku. Hi poo, because this is something he came up with and he thinks is funny. So this is my puku. Yeah. The toilet paper has run out. It's all gone. I'm not buying it. Oh. Wow. Hectic. Lucinda, thank you so much for joining us today. You've been an absolute pleasure. It's my pleasure, boys. Thank you for having me in this really messy room. <laughs> I hope this podcast is so successful that this doesn't have to exist in the world. We hope for the same thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you would like to contribute just like Gabby did today, yeah. you can join our Facebook group, Housewarming Podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram, at Housewarming Podcast. We're also on Twitter, at Housewarming Pot. Pot or pod? No, 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 no. pot. I... No questions needed to be asked. <laughs> yes. We will see you next time. And until then, peace. Love you guys. Finally, big thanks to our hardworking producer, Jess Smalley. She mixed, mastered and produced this episode. And a massive thank you to our boy Paolo for helping us out with the theme music. Your dogs are barking at you right now, so you might just stay here. The dogs are barking? <laughs> <laughs> ruff, ruff. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>